0: Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. As we work to fulfill Arkansas Farm Bureau's mission of advocating for and promoting agriculture, we look to spotlight farming operations of all types and sizes, including those practicing what has come to be known as urban agriculture, or growing and raising of food in more urban environments. On today's Arkansas AgCast, we introduced two siblings based in North Little Rock and Pine Bluff who are promoting urban farming and educational efforts throughout the state. They have a unique story and big plans, and they sat down with us to talk about how they got started in urban farming and what they hope to accomplish.
1: Hi, I am Keisha Cobb. I am founder of the Sustainability Project. It's a local nonprofit. We are 501c3. And we promote health, wellness, and sustainability, as well as uh, urban agriculture and now community development. I uh, started off as an avid gardener and graduated to urban farming. Cool.
2: I'm Kevin holloway i um, I'm founder of Sacred Groves and Gardens of Perth M
0: We deal with
2: uh, holistic gardening and also using gardening gardening to come into enlightenment and about uh, becoming one with nature and uh, just overall health and wellness.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me today on the Arkansas AgCast. Uh, like, like, like you mentioned, we're going to be talking a little bit about urban farming, uh, and that's, that's what you've gotten into um, that's something that you discovered growing up that that was going to be an interest of you, uh, of yours. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about that, how you got into it, uh, what led you in this direction, uh, what, you know, what started your pathway to urban, urban farming. But first, before we get into the history, mm-hmm. give me a run through of all of the things that you're involved with here. Um, you know, from, I know you have the grow up, you've got the, s- the sustainability project, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and Central Farm, uh, you know, you've got a lot of things going on. You've mm-hmm. got a lot of things that you're involved with, and I want to hear just a quick explanation of some of those things. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'll, uh, first I'll say that um, we do have several irons in the fire, but they all beautifully coincide with each other. Sure. And they have their own individual names because we wanted them to have a specific focus so the grow-op specifically is the way it sounds. It's just like a cooperative, but it's a grow-operative. And so we just wanted to be able to collaborate with local gardeners and urban farmers, the guys that are kind of smaller scale, probably an acre or less, and gardeners, no matter what, how small or large you are, who want to transition either to begin gardening or transition into urban farming and monetizing what they're doing with it. Um, At the base of all of this is health and wellness. Mm -hmm. Part of wellness and health is economic health, uh, emotional health. And that's part of how I even got started in it and became so passionate about it because it literally healed my depression, you know, from losing my triplet sister uh, a few years ago. And a lot of... Even her illness was caused by eating the wrong foods and not being exposed to the garden. But even when she was sick, she loved seeing me in the garden, just sitting and watching me in yeah. the garden because it was even healing for her. You know, who goes to a garden and is not happy?
0: Yeah, so it was, it was really uh-huh. influenced by your family. So. It
1: was. Uh, starting off as a little girl, uh, my grandmother had a wall of plants, these big, dark green, beautiful plants. And so I just idolized her watering them and finally gained permission to do that. And she taught me how to water them, when to water them, not too much, when to fertilize them, when we had pests or gnats. And I was, you know, ultimately prized with permission to take care of the plants, not realizing what she was teaching me. And so later on, I I graduated and I kind of got away from it, but then Started gardening around the Obama era when Michelle just so gracefully planted a garden at the White House and got into it. And a few years later, I needed to grow food because I was a single mom. And the one day I had to choose between buying a processed pack of hot dogs for a dollar or putting that money in the truck to take my son to school. So at the grocery store, I'm looking at all these beautiful fruits and vegetables like they come out of the ground. They should be free to me. Yeah. So that changed everything for me. I started gardening at my apartment, at other people's houses if I had to. And then once I became a homeowner in my backyard, and now I am a registered farmer with USDA and an urban, urban farmer.
0: And, and that's pretty cool. That I mean, not, it was not just an interest that was inspired by your family, but then it became something where you were actually using your products. You wanted mm-hmm. that fresh, fresh food, something good to put on the table, yes. and so you wanted to produce it yourself.
1: Yep, and then eventually monetize it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yep. And, and what's your background? In-
2: well, um, I grew up in a small little community here mm-hmm. called Kerr, Arkansas. Okay. So my grandfather had like a 100-acre farm. Okay. So it was a couple of us that they, he would pick out to come and get to work for him. And okay. at the time, I hated
0: it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I
2: mean, the experience that I got from there growing mm-hmm. up is invaluable now. So also I had an uncle that had a truck patch like right across the street. And just about everybody had uh, gardens in their yard. It was just that was a part of our mm-hmm. life. Everybody's grandmother grew a garden. They would go outside in the morning and pick the stuff, put it in their, you know, their um dress, uh, yeah. you whatever know, their apron mm-hmm. in the front, and bring it in and even dealing with different herbs and medicines and stuff, natural yeah. healing and remedy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh they called it motherwit. And so just being around that and then I noticed like everybody got uh, industrialized or technically archaeologically advanced and yeah. they kinda got away from it. So uh as like sis said, as we as coming up, I saw that that was a very wise and good thing that they had going, but people got away from it. And so then the quality of food went down. And so it was just a, um, it was like a natural progression. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I got up and I went to college and got away from everything. But Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it's just the most logical thing to do for people. And once the, uh, the obesity, like she said, with the Obama um, administration and everything just came out, I mean, it's just, it's such a, it's a logical thing to do.
0: So, yeah, when there was a spotlight turned back on that, uh, about the way we eat and how we eat, you you were, you remembered all that and you said, we we need to kind of get back to that. And I want to get back to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so what was, uh, I kind of heard her first steps. What do you, I know you're in Pine Bluff. Is that
2: Well, I'm actually Pine Bluff, really all over. We're all all over the state. We have a lot of things going in different places. Uh, we both deal with ministry side of things. Sure. Uh, that kind of um, came into play as well because people needed food. And like yeah. she said, food is free. Right. And, I mean, uh, I mean, you have to have equity in it to the process and people's sure. process. But uh, even, like, Arkansas is one of the uh, – it's it's always between Mississippi and Arkansas with the food, uh, not knowing where our next meal is coming from. Right. Even though we have some of the, most, the richest soil, like, in mm-hmm. the world. So it's like the, bis- the big disconnect there – Mm-hmm. uh is something that needed to I saw that needed to be uh, right. remedied as well.
0: So in a big agrigal, agricultural, agricultural state like this, mm-hmm. more people should be taking advantage of the ability to grow their own food. Yes. Mm-hmm. Create their own meals. Right. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about the sustainability project, which mm-hmm. I think you referred to as sort of the, the mothership, the kind of the big yeah. big picture piece that connects all the others as well. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. the
1: sustainability project was officially formed in 2014 here in Little Rock. We were operating in Dallas, Texas for a while before then. Um, But as you know, Dallas is is more of a metropolitan city with Mm -hmm. more income. And I'm from Arkansas, moved to Dallas for about 15 years and learned a lot there about business and marketing but I was still passionate about my community. So when I came back, that's when I had that experience about, you know, what do I choose between these processed foods or gas? And so I formed, I helped to form the sustainability project. It's a 501c3 nonprofit organization to help other single moms, low income people, underserved people to first feed themselves become healthier, address the issue of hunger in the state and in communities because we have some areas in Little Rock, North Little Rock, even cities who are not impoverished, and then you have other pockets in the city that are terribly impoverished. Mm-hmm. So one thing that every city has is land. And so we formatted that to promote health, wellness, and sustainability among low-income and under, underprivileged first, and, of course, with everyone else. You don't have to be poor to grow food. But a little um, bit of statistics, this was back in, I believe, 2016 when Arkansas was the fattest and poorest state in America. And so we really kicked into overdrive right Mm -hmm. now. We are still in the top 10 hungriest states in America. Mm -hmm. And one of our largest um, industries is agriculture. Right. So, the Sustainability Project stands to promote health, wellness, sustainability, and community development, not just by way of urban agriculture, but education in many different facets, including urban agriculture.
0: And so, it's it can really serve as a gateway for people who are interested in this, who want to start growing their own food, whether they mm-hmm. need to do it or want mm-hmm. to do it, or is a, you have uh, learning materials, things that can help them get started, mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. You know, the e classes he
1: uh my brother speaking of brother you guys we are triplets by yeah. the oh, way okay. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> three of us that's when he says my grandpa and I say my grandma um we were adopted actually it's a long story oh, okay. beautiful story but we all grew up together okay yeah he had his own family me and me and the girl the twins had our own family and so we had these two huge blended families. Oh, and wow. he grew up okay. on a farm, but we grew up kind of in the country, but close to North Little Rock and McAlmont. And so, just to say, you know, when I say bro, and he says sis, yeah, yeah we're we're, yeah, triplets, we're triplets. But um, he can tell you more about the um, e classes, the meetings that we have, and who we reach, and yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: uh, like- from even our parents were involved in like helping the community a lot mm-hmm. and like feeding people. And that was just always a part of our family culture. Sure. So, I mean, I always, we always saw our parents, you know, helping people, mm-hmm. giving them food, right. uh, my, the extras from the garden, they shared it and stuff like that. Right. So it just from church and different organizations that we, we did, we would always wind up teaching people about that. Cause a lot of people didn't have access to that. Like she says, a lot of people mm-hmm. did. And so, it turned into us teaching classes about uh, economics, and it all—the food thing—would always come up. So it just naturally developed into you know us forming organizations to be able to better help the sure. community.
0: Yeah, and and so yeah, so this is a sustainability project. Through that, you're doing these classes, you're yeah. showing people how it's done. Right, you're mm-hmm. connecting. Um, does that take a lot of travel around the state? Do you have to get around the state a lot to?
1: Sometimes
0: reach out to
1: well, even before COVID, I don't I didn't like being around a whole bunch of people. I like plants more than I like people. Okay, love (laughs) (laughs) y'all. And then I love the idea of virtual Mm -hmm. because low income persons don't have cars a lot, but almost everyone has a cell phone. Yeah. So we formulated a lot of the classes to be online where they can access on their phones, right. and then we would have some small meetups at libraries and stuff, but we're leaning more toward having summits and things of that mm-hmm. nature in person just as safely as possible, but sure. a lot of the educational courses are done via Zoom now. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, and that's, you know, it's interesting because, you know, obviously one of the issues for Farm, Farm Bureau has been expanding rural broadband and access, mm-hmm. the, and obviously to do this sort of thing, to have that ability for communities to come together and connect with mm-hmm. you guys right. through Zoom and through phones and mm-hmm. whatever, you need that connectivity. Yes. Yeah. It's only going to help, I would think, so a project like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I guess that is the challenge is, is getting the word out. So, yeah. you're, you're here today, but how else do you get the word out uh, to people about what you're doing and, and, you know, attract those who are interested?
1: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the most exciting components to the sustainability project is the Arkansas Urban Ag Tour Mm -hmm. that we'll be launching, kicking off this year. We're gearing for late spring, but snow and uh, the COVID variant kind of yeah. pushed us back, so no later than early summer. It's hard to plan
0: these days. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is.
1: So uh, it'll be a full size truck, uh, a heavy duty, right? Yeah. A big yeah. truck. My brother, you know, we're in the trucks. Yeah. But uh, it will be a mobile greenhouse on a trailer right. that we're building.
0: Okay. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. and we we go places across the state. The state. It's going to be a tour where we uh, promote uh, by way of flyers or. Um, any kind of materials we can hand out, right. sure. Free plants and access to that ed- education information with access to the website and whatever they need to get started. Because we want people growing their own food. Right. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and we've developed a, a quite a pretty good network over the years of different mm-hmm. gardeners and growers, you know, like minded uh, individuals. So right, we're just trying to expand on that, you know, and make it uh, more efficient and a lot
0: better. I, was, I would think a network like that, yeah, you would use online a lot, I guess, to connect right. to other people. Yeah. Um, do you use uh, social media? Do you use yeah, all, of the, right. all of the above? above. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. right. um, mm-hmm. Tell me about, you You had mentioned a project that you're working on in North Little Rock. It's an actual, mm-hmm. you've got, uh, was it like 10 acres maybe, something like that? Yes. It's an actual farming piece of property that will be a farm. Yes,
1: there will be. Uh, we're working on... The first, we're going to say the largest, I know for sure, in North Little Rock, the largest urban farm, mm-hmm. and it will be called Central Farms, okay. and so it will be a collaboration of outreach to the community, as well, when I say outreach, I mean just uh, basic needs and households and stuff to uh, people who are in need for free, Okay, and then there will be, a, of course, a mixture of farming, education on site, not just in urban, urban farming, but other things like business, entrepreneurship, and good stuff like that, yeah. as well as ministry, and what am I leaving out? Anything because there's a lot that's going to be happening at Central. Basically, Farm.
2: just uplifting the community. That's just I yeah. Mean, yeah, the and holistic the, mm-hmm. uh, aspect of it is. A family and a community because it's a lot of different uh, aspects to that. Mm-hmm. So, and it's
0: really centered around uh, the farming piece of this, it is. which you yeah. guys—that's yeah. what yeah. I want yeah. them
1: to be exposed yeah. to. Though, yeah, come get some free stuff. Come get loved on, get prayed for, all that good stuff. But when you leave, I want you to have something that you tangible you mm-hmm. can take with you, like a whole gardening kit for free. Right, yeah, and even if it's a big pot, right. we can give you that with some soil and instructions. Mm-hmm. Get and it'll started start yeah start your independence yeah. so so
0: are you seeing a growing interest in this is it something that when you talk about it when you meet with people who haven't done it that much it's it's something that people are a little curious about these days oh yeah yeah it,
2: it uh i think the covid maybe and yeah i was going to wonder about that yeah interested people in different herbal cures and different things yeah. that may be able to actually help and so like the uh the elderberries and different things like that sure. have come to the forefront now.
0: And Traditional, passed down type of right, mm-hmm. things. Yeah. yeah. So
2: they because they're effective, and so it's it's like that that chasm is um, becoming narrower between mm-hmm. you know the growers and the people who have no idea. Like a lot of like when we do uh, mentoring for children, a lot of them think that fruits and vegetables come from the grocery store. Yeah, they don't know that right. this actually comes. It comes out the ground. They're they're mm-hmm. amazed when we let them taste mint, mm-hmm. and they're like, "This tastes like bubble gum, but mm-hmm. right. tastes like It's like, nah, the gum tastes mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the mint. So yeah, it's just it's been a disconnector.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I guess you like you said, there's a lot of factors there. Whether it's you're spending more time at home because of COVID, or mm-hmm. you go to the grocery and the shelves are empty, and you want to do mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of sparks there. I think that could lead to more interest in weird. that. Mm-hmm. Um. So the big focus for you right now, what would you say? Is it the tour? Is it the is it the uh, central farms? Is mm-hmm. it all the, I mean, I guess you're juggling a lot of things. So. We
1: are. Well, uh, I'm excited because and just grateful because the home that I was blessed with, I I finally, well, I've been a gardener there for oh my god about six years. Been a homeowner for about mm-hmm. six years, and so everyone tells me, oh my god, your greens or taste so good or Uh, Do you have some mint? I need to buy some herbs. And I'm thinking, I have clients. So I just went through the process of becoming an official farmer, getting my farm number from USDA. That's another thing we teach people how to do. It was free. It wasn't hard. And so um, now, you know, my home is an official farm site, urban farm site. And I will put a big. I'm putting a sign out front Very nice. so people will know yeah. that. And I will be selling everything from seedlings to my 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 greens. Who they're just famous everywhere. And you know I'm just super excited about that because that's what I do every day. Yeah, and then of course uh, getting prepared for the tour. Right. And as far as Central Farms, we're just spreading the word and getting more support. Right. And with the Grow Op, just adding everyone. You know, it's free to become a member of the Grow Op. And then we just have meetings, and it's like, what do you need? What do you need? You know, yeah. what do you need? Right. 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 Yeah.
0: So, so when you, um, do you connect with, uh, you know, farmers markets around the state, uh, things like that? Is that an interest of, like, like, when you have Central Farms up and going and there's lots of things coming out of there, are you looking to sell some of that as well, or is it mm-hmm. all going into the community? I mean, is it a mix of, of things it's that you got want a, to do? It, it has to mixture. be a mixture, yeah.
2: That the, I mean, it's, both both sides, the economic side and the mm-hmm. charity side, is going to be, you know, yes, uh, mm-hmm.
0: one feeding the other kind of thing, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that see, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And then uh, with the farmers market, we even help people set up farmers markets because oh, yeah. they don't have to be. Usually, they're not uh, heavily regulated,
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: if you have a community or neighborhood of gardeners, you can set up a farmers market on a vacant lot with the owner's permission or the city's yeah. permission, you know, or right. and if
0: people to say, hey, I want to start, you know, I got into this, I want to start selling my product. Do right. You help them make some connections, oh, exactly. Right. Yes. Yep. So, yep. like a, I would think a, your business is making connections is a big mm-hmm. part of that. Yes. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. where do you plan to on your on your tour? Do you have any stops already in mind? Do you know mm-hmm. some of the places you want to go? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't want you to give anything away. If it's <laughs> no, that, it's know. totally
1: fine because we're super excited about it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, I know one, uh, Jefferson County is uh, one of our focuses. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's a big agri town, uh, mm-hmm. UAPB. We've done a lot of stuff with them and different right. organizations down there. Um, we're opening up a one of the branches of what we're doing down there. Uh, sure. The Sacred Groves are going to be open down there. And that county is where we use that area to, like, teach more uh, Mm-hmm. You know, about the gardening and different things like that, um, especially here in North Little Rock, Little Rock, especially impoverished areas where, like, people not, the children and people aren't really exposed to that type mm-hmm. of thing. They may yeah. have never seen a greenhouse mm-hmm. before in their life. So we really want to expose people to uh, the impoverished area, the rural areas. The, right. You know, people may have never ever even seen a garden or touched mm-hmm. a plant like that. Yeah. So we want to be able to expand to those different areas but really everywhere everywhere you know right (laughs) where they have us we will try we'll come Mm -hmm. and
1: And some key of of uh love yeah definitely all of the places my brother said and that's a part of the tour outline and some key locations will be um all of the hbcus in arkansas Mm -hmm. and i believe they're all in central arkansas that's fine and then we'll be Visiting some college campuses, and, of course, up north. And, and I was, I was wondering south. if you'd have connected
0: with uh, some mm-hmm. of the higher ed or programs because oh, I yes. know UAPB you mentioned they right. have a strong yep. agriculture mm-hmm. program and things like that. Yeah. So going
1: to college campuses, any, um, well, they're converting a lot of them, but all of the public housing, mm-hmm. uh, we've already contacted some public housing authorities who are absolutely in love with the idea, and uh, events and things of that nature. We're just open to adding more locations I used to manage marketing tours and so this is right up my alley oh yeah and so it's uh you know right now we don't have an end date we want to mm-hmm. go through this year and some of next year but we may be even rolling it over with more partners more sponsors and participants so okay <laughs> yeah uh,
0: so speaking of the marketing piece um, are you are you still in the stages of that getting things set whether it's websites or mm-hmm. social media and flyers all these things mm-hmm. you, you I guess you have to kind of Spend some time yeah. on that kind of thing too. Yeah. I like the grow up T-shirt that you're wearing Yay, today. I want one thank of those. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I'll bring you one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I but I, I mean, I guess that's a part and parcel of getting the word out about yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: this is our passion. So I mean, this, is, is. this
0: yeah. is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other particular partners you've connected with uh, that you work with regularly uh, on anything, whether it's someone in higher education or mm.
1: So many, like we have to yeah. pick them yeah. out, right? <laughs> <laughs> the city of North Little Rock, uh, Fit to Live, a good friend of mine, Miss Shelby, she's the director of Fit to Live, and she's like, whatever you guys need from us, let us know. I love that. Um, Parks the, and
2: Rec, and um, mm-hmm. Jefferson County. yes, in oh, yeah. Jefferson
1: County. Um, uh, we're actually building a greenhouse at the community center in Pine okay. Bluff right now, okay? Yes, yeah, the yeah. Old Merrill Center, yeah. And uh, we already established a garden there and a uh, junior urban farmer curriculum. It's right. so cute. Over mm-hmm. the summer, we did something. I mean, it was so phenomenal. When we just walked in with some plants we grabbed from the house, and the yeah. kids were quiet yeah. and excited. Yeah. And, I mean, I was just direct. I said, hey, I'd rather you sell these kind of greens." <laughs> when yeah. you grow older instead of any other company yeah. this is legal right. yeah. and it tastes good you don't have to worry about who's watching i gotta watch my back yeah. and so it was it was awesome the little boys and which will be providers in the future raised mm-hmm. their hand and said how much can i sell those greens for yeah. And i'm like that's what i needed right there to plant that seed Smart you know yeah. so uh those are some of the some of the partners you know and then um Oh my God! I loved the Farm Bureau conference. Oh yeah! Oh, it was so. Yeah, that's fun. right. You guys yeah. came big, to our, Oh my God! The big convention. tractors. Yeah, yeah. we. T- I took pictures in a tractor in my heels and put it on Facebook. Here, I love <laughs> <Very> it. Very nice. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So, just uh, partnering. uh the uh, corporate extension. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, and also different churches and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say that seems like a natural too. Yeah, different religions.
1: Yeah.
0: So, what's the most rewarding piece of this? I mean, I think it's you know so interesting. You know, your family background, how. You, like you, like you mentioned, it's become this blended family. But you were actually, on, you know, spent time on a farm. You, you know, grew up loving the plants and all mm-hmm. that, and it all just kind of came together. And now you're teaching other people. What's is it rewarding from a personal and family perspective? Is it rewarding from the when you're you're seeing what the kids, how the kids are reacting? Mm-hmm. What's what's the your favorite part of all this?
2: He's a, he's a um, really, yeah, the, the children is one of one of the biggest uh, rewards to see that it's being passed on. Yeah. because for every, like they say, every time an old person dies, a library dies with them. Yeah. So we want to be a segue to kind of keep this thing open, especially in Arkansas. This is like a part of our, this is a part of our history and our culture. So it's like, we don't want to lose that. So, the the children and even like seeing from the from the children to the the, uh, the elders because mm-hmm. they like it's been a long time since I had some good produce right mm-hmm. you know, they know the produce a lot of the produce at the store now is not natural or organic or whatnot so yeah,
0: yeah. and it's coming from far away sometimes right. or whatever they Locally it is that sourced. that feeling of like this is this is from right here my yeah. back, mm-hmm. my backyard literally in some in some cases so yeah I mean that's that's got to be a good feeling. And, and like you said, bringing back some things that were traditional. This is, you know, passed down yeah. knowledge of the way things were. And now you can do it again that people just got away from it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And what does it for me is, um, one, I became, you know, independent, becoming more independent, being able to feed myself, and then teaching others. But um, healing people with, well, for one, it's this is an ancient art. Okay. Right. Growing food. And then nature always teaches us. I say, you know, our bodies are smarter than we are. So if you're getting sick, you know, yeah. the body's telling you something isn't right. And so right now, uh, one of the most prescribed medicines in the world is to treat diabetes. The most prescribed medicine in the world is the medicine that treats diabetes and mm-hmm. lowers blood sugar. Right. And, I know for a fact because I did it myself after being self after being diagnosed last year with it. You would have never thought I would me the yeah. low fat, you know, yeah. healthy eating would be diagnosed. And so, my garden, listening to nature, doing a lot of research healed me, not just from other diseases, but depression. You know, um, issues with finances. My biggest bill last month. Last month was food, yeah, my yeah. biggest bill. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, if I'm buying this at the store, how can I grow this? How yeah. can I make this? Yeah. And so if I go to a single mother, and there are a lot of them, or a young man who's wanting to provide for his child that's with mm-hmm. the single mother and tell them, look, this is how you can become financially stable, yeah, even if you're in an apartment. Are you living with your mom? she got this big backyard, you know. Yeah. In the process, it's going to heal you. It's going to help you deal with things like uh, abundance or death because we'll lose a crop, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you plant one seed and you got 10,000 seeds from that. So there are so many, many things that nature teaches you and just trains you and grows you up when you think you know everything. Yeah. And so that's how it is for I me. Mean, I know I can give this gift to people that I know has worked for me. That's what I want to do. That's what does it for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, mm-hmm. and like you said, I mean, even if it's simple things like your i mean high blood pressure, you're eating more greens and more you know more food from the garden yep. is going to help you with that i mean it's you yeah. know yeah, it's a natural approach to things and mm-hmm. but again, people being able to do it on their own and have that feeling and maybe turn some of those things do you uh, it makes me curious, do you guys work with recipes any do you help with oh my God yes. because you know here you are and you might want to make a meal out of something you've mm-hmm. grown in your backyard,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah we do. Well, my son is a chef and um, he took some culinary uh, classes, and I am mm-hmm. as well. And we're writing a, a cookbook together called "Grow, Cook, Eat."
0: Seems like a good idea, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. well, grow, <laughs> no. cook, eat.
1: Uh, grow, cook, eat, repeat. Um, we're releasing that this summer as well. It's almost done. And uh, I challenge myself with just cooking from the garden, or just cooking, just eating a whole food all day. Is this right. whole? Is this whole? Is this? Is this green? I mean, because sometimes we'll make a whole, like, especially barbecues and stuff. I went to a barbecue Mm -hmm. (laughs) a couple months ago. I said, okay. I was invited. I said, okay, is there anything green? Is there a vegetable? He said, oh, yeah, we got baked beans. (laughs) (laughs) We got potato potato salad. (laughs) And I was like, that's not a vegetable. (laughs) but I I need vegetables. I need something green, though. And so I think nature is telling us on land the most abundant color is green. It's like eat it. Right? right? So, yeah, as far as nutrition and cooking, we definitely do that. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. All <laughs> right. But oh. I'll
1: say he's been, my brother, <laughs> my brother is the reason why I became a stickler for food because I think we were 18 and he would he would be sitting by me like, that's not good for you. You're not <laughs> supposed to be eating that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. You know, and then I was sneaking go get health books and that's about 25 years ago. That's when yeah. I, I started that journey. I'm like, hmm. Mm, I'm supposed to be. Maybe there was something too. This was right, right, but yeah, that's his fault.
0: (laughs) So I think the next big thing is if people want, if they hear this and they want to learn more, they want to get involved, they want to Mm -hmm. go become a part of the Grow Up or just Mm -hmm. start start getting involved. What, where do they need to go? Who do they need to? How do they need to get in touch with you guys?
1: Okay. Well, uh, the website is thegrowup.org. That's Mm -hmm. T H E G R O W O P. .org. Okay. There is information on becoming a member. Okay. It's absolutely free. And uh, there's information on the classes and just other opportunities there.
2: Sure. So. And if you're kind of more interested in the like, learning segment mm-hmm. and the ancient gardening and stuff like that, and like exotic mm-hmm. plants and medicine and stuff sure. like that, which is and bees also. I'm a big stickler. I love oh, you bees. Like, He's a yeah, beekeeper. 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 Okay. He's a beekeeper. Okay. a beekeeper. Uh, farm.
0: Okay.
1: Sacred groves. I'll I'll confirm it right now, y'all.
2: I'm. The, I'm not the to get tickets. <laughs> we can do it.
0: Yeah, pretty quickly these days. That's yeah. what's
1: nice. <laughs> yes. So,
2: Sacredgroves. dot farm. Um, and it's, that's free as well. Yes. Okay.
1: sacredgroves.farm
2: sacredgroves.farm yes. yes. okay. Okay. dot yeah, that's free as well. Uh, we. It's all connected, so. That uh, depends on what door you come from.
0: Okay. Very nice. Um, and do you use social media at all? Are you on Facebook? or?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, please search. Uh, well, of course, I'm Keisha Cobb. If you need to, it's spelled no I in Keisha, no S on Cobb. And uh, you can search me. Also, definitely find the Sustainability Project on okay. Facebook and the Grow Up is on Facebook you can search that Uh, most importantly look up urban Arkansas urban ag on Facebook it's a group and we're just building a following where we can expose everyone to all of this be live active fun go live from farms and pet cows and all that stuff so
0: that's it for another Arkansas AgCast we'll be back next Thursday with more news and views on Arkansas agriculture